Many times, my friends, when we come to the end of a week of broadcasts, I am saddened. And this week is no different because it's conclusion of our interview with Brother Bob DeWitt. Baji Bob is his nickname. We're going to ask about that in just a moment. You might be thinking, those of you that have been listening throughout this week, Baji, what, what does that mean? Ba- Baji Baba, what, what kind of nickname is this? We're going to answer that question and more in just a moment. But those of you that have been listening, you've heard about a project Millions of gospel tracts going to millions of lost souls, Burmese-speaking people in the country of Myanmar. I'm going to ask you, if you haven't already, would you pray about this project? But I'm going to ask you, would you open your heart? Would you allow God to speak to you? We have 10 short minutes or so together today. I'm going to ask you to listen intently to what God has for you. Without further ado, let's jump into it. Baji Bob, tell us, where does that come from? (laughs) Well, I came to know some of the family members of the famous, world-famous Aung San Suu Kyi. And the family said, you need a nickname. (laughs) I said, why? They said, you love our people so much, you need nickname. You will be Baji Bob. I said, Baji, too old for me, Koji. Brother Bob, not great, great, great almost in the grave, uncle. <laughs> and they laughed. They said, no, you, Baji. I said, Hobi, Hobi, Hobi. Okay, 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 okay. So now everyone in Myanmar and everyone in America, my own pastor, my my mother, my father, my wife called me Baji. Churches all over the country here as I travel and preach and present the work of GLBM, Golden Land Baptist Missions, they all call me Baji. You call me Baji. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've had a change of identity, but Really, I've had a change of heart. Amen. I do love the people of Myanmar. Not because I'm good or anything like that, but because of what God has done in my heart. He put his big love for the Myanmar peoples. And I say peoples because there's so many, hundreds of different people groups. But he put his big love for them in me, and that changed my heart, my life my ministry. Can I tell you, the Myanmar people are very special to me. They are kind and loyal, humble. I love them so much. And I would really, if I had my druthers, Micah, I'd really like to live among them. I go back and forth because I'm the one who raises the funds Mm -hmm. every week, every month, year after year, to plant the churches, to feed our orphans, to train our preacher boys, to to build churches, to buy properties, shoes and eyeglasses and textbooks and, and all of these things and more. And my wife stopped me in the driveway about two years ago. I was on my way to JFK International Airport in New York City. I had packed all my luggage into the vehicle and I had kissed her goodbye and hugged everyone in the house and I was on my way out to the car which was already running and she ran out and she said now let me let me get this straight I said what's that she said you want to be buried in Burma don't you I said you don't think I'm coming back Hmm. she said I just want to know for sure I said well they are my people and that's because God put them And my heart made them very special. But they're not only special to me. They are special to God. 
just the same way that you and I are special to him, just the same way as your children, my children, are special to him. But when God sent me over there, he gave me a vision. I have told people the vision, and some people, they look at me like I've got three heads, <laughs> and they wonder. I've even had one person say that I, it was, I was arrogant for this, but I think this was what God gave me. I want to see 700 churches planted in old Burma or 50 churches in each of the 14 provinces that to, to like the new Englanders say that snowball is already running downhill Amen. and gathering speed and volume. Those churches are being planted but we need tools, Brother Micah. Yes, sir. This track is one of those tools. And we have a ministry verse. Proverbs 2015 says, There is gold and a multitude of rubies, but the lips of knowledge are a precious jewel. Hmm. Everybody thinks, what is the greatness of old Burma is the gold pagoda's and the rubies and the sapphires and the teak wood. But what is really important, what is really precious, is the lips of knowledge, someone who will tell what they know. And we have a lot of preachers and young men, young ladies who are going out doing the work of God in a place where it's hard to work for God. But that track, a monk tells how he found true enlightenment mm -hmm. can go so much farther. Millions of a scripture-filled track, gospel track to people who have no idea who Jesus is. Amen. You, you said a word and you spoke a phrase there that resonated so strongly. You said, we need the tools. And our mandate for over 80 years, back since Paul Levine's time, that no gospel worker should go for want of the tools they need to evangelize the lost. Are there lost people in America? Sure. We sent two or three million gospel tracts into the continental United States last year. But I'm excited about the fact that we're going to do that again this year. And we're going to do possibly, to God, by God's grace and for his glory, even more than that, in such a needy place. You ask the average American, do you have a religion? On average, if you asked 100, you'd probably get 25, 35, 40, 50 or so. That would, that would claim some form of Christianity. If you asked the average Burmese person, do you know Christ? They first would probably have no idea who you're talking about. And two, the answer would be un unreservedly no. What are those 700 churches? I, I, one of the things I love about Brother Bob is I like working with people with big dreams, big visions, and God-filled dreams. What do those 700 churches represent? Do they represent uh, notches on a belt? No. Do they represent uh, big news in a newsletter? No. They represent hundreds and thousands and potentially millions of souls that have come to Christ. And that's why this project of printing 
two, three, four, five million gospel tracks. And really, th- calling a gospel track might be doing it a disservice. It's more like a booklet. Th- this thing is massive, but in a great way. It's going to have some some strong staying power. But you may be asking, how does this work? H- how, how is that even possible? Well, let me tell you how the Ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated has survived. It's by the grace of an almighty God and the generous giving of God's people. Can I tell you, I believe so firmly, and Brother Bob does as well, Austin does in studio engineering today, that this is a work for God. This is in God's perfect will for our lives that we print these four or five million gospel tracks. But how is that going to happen? Well, I believe that God's people have already begun to and will rise up to support this good work. You know, I, I, I guess I don't hesitate to tell you. While we were sitting there working on the design for this track, Austin, what were we? Maybe two hours, an hour into the work on it. A uh, 16-page booklet. There's probably maybe a dozen pictures. No, maybe six or eight amazing pictures in there. Just, it's just pristine. I mean, they could be in National Geographic. They're great pictures. And you got a phone call. While Brother Bob was sitting there right beside you, and one of God's people, you know, just coincidence, right? Just coincidence, somebody called, and they had something they wanted to tell us, Austin. What was that? Yeah, so this gentleman called, and he had heard about the project. It really has a burden to help facilitate spreading the gospel across the world. He said, hey, I I, want to contribute to that project. I just dropped into the mail and just wanted to call and let you know a check for $20,000 is on its way to you. We just, I, I told him, I said, well, hey, the, the, the gentleman who's behind this project is actually sitting right here. We're working on the track layout right now. Do you want to talk to him? And he said, sure. And they got to connect and it, it was incredible. And you think, well, man, does that mean the project's complete? You have the money? No, it, it's going to cost a whole lot more than that. It's approximately a $100,000 project. And I don't say that with any chagrin or any trepidation whatsoever, because if it's God's will, it's God's bill. And Brother DeWitt, a thought, and to see you so often, I appreciate this, how often you can be brought to tears with a thought, with a burden. For a moment the other day, it, it, I should be more emotional if you want to put it that, but for a moment, I didn't even tell you this, Austin, you were, you were talking about, you made some statement about how much prayer has gone into this. You said something along those lines with a DeWitt, and I, I remembered that my daughters pray for missionaries every night. And I, I had told you this a while ago, but it, it struck me all at once. It's like, how in the world did someone just call up out of the blue $20,000? I'll tell you folks, it's about $100,000 project. About 65000 plus has already been raised. You can be a part of that. Go to BibleTracksInc.org and, and, and donate BibleTracksInc.org. Please feel free. But how does this happen? How do we, how do we raise $65,000 of $100,000? I was thinking, my daughter Lucy, for some reason, almost every night without fail, has been stuck. There's like 50 different missionary prayer cards in there. And for some reason, she always picks out the Davises to Myanmar, a family that works with Golden Land Baptist Missions. And I, I hate to tell you, I'm ashamed to tell you, but sometimes it can almost become rote. It can almost become routine. Oh, we're praying for the Davises again. A family though, that's going to be so instrumental in getting some 4 million gospel tracks out Give us 30 seconds with a Bob on what this means. The impact of the printed page. One of my pastors was saved through a gospel track. I'm talking about a Burmese 
national who was Buddhist. He was converted through a gospel track. He has now, uh, after being driven from his village, he and his father both driven from their village, they were beaten and stoned, and they went to another village, kept witnessing for Christ, used that one single track over and over and over, got together a group of believers, started a church. Now they've started a second church and a third church. And I have personally met the converts who are growing in the Lord and winning others more than ever. You can be a part of this. You can be a part of this. BibleTracksInc.org. Donate if God lays on your heart. Pray, 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 pray. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day for His glory and God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.